hope you're excited, because I am. Oh, Lord, help me, help me, help me. It's a great day. So I put the names on the board, because, you know, I really felt like last week we, we just had a, a moment where I was inspired to just speak into every one of you. Remember why I, remember what God said to me when I was in the bathroom last week? It only takes one word from him to counteract all the negative words. Yes. Only one, it only takes one word from him to counteract all the negative words that have ever been spoken in our life. And that's what prophecy does. That's what encouragement does. So today, we are going to speak into all of our lives before I even talk about a message, because you know what? This really is the message. I know you go around speaking into people's lives. I know you impact people's lives. I know you're conscious of who I can impact. You are a huge impact just because you breathe. You know that? You guys are huge impacts. Carol's an impactor. Muriel's an impactor. We are impactors. And we do change the world around us by releasing good vibrations. If you don't do anything else this week, call up the Beach Boys song and sing good vibrations until you can't sing anymore. <laughs> and then switch to, I feel good. <laughs> and I don't know what's going on, but my perspective on life is changing. And Carol and I had a conversation last night about I'm seeing so many things so differently right now. And I do know it's because part of, part of it is because my, I'm retraining my subconscious to be positive. So I'm going to open it up, including to Muriel, as God puts something on your heart for one, and, and I, this is what I want, one word or a short phrase. I do not want a five-minute prophetic word. Because this is about impromptu listening to the Spirit. This is an exercise in spirit awareness for another person. And everyone here can do this. Everyone that's part of this gathering today has the Holy Spirit capacity to, to speak into someone. And if we don't practice it here, we're not going to practice it out there. And I'm revved about this today. So, I want to start with Gary. Pick a, pick a target. Or all of them. Rapid fire. You know what I mean. Um, Sharon, sweetness. Hang on, let me get a different color. I got to highlight that one. Actually, in all of you. Sweetness. Okay? Let's see. Terry, rock of transformation. Rock of transformation. Okay? Valerie, joy of the Lord. Joy of the Lord, okay. Maryland, rock of health. Rock of health, okay. Carol, in, I had this a minute ago. Um, <laughs> independently complete. Ooh. Ooh. Independently complete, okay. Linda, 
heart of love. Heart of love. Okay. Stuart. <laughs> I gotta get this 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 right. Um, it's um. I guess just the word transformer comes to mind. Stands out. Transformer. I can see him reconfiguring yeah. like a transformer. Muriel, Song of the North. Song of the North. I love it. Okay. Cool. Wow. Give me one for yourself. Prophesy to yourself. Um, wow. Father's heart. Father's heart. Mm. Awesome. Who wants to go next? Me, me, me. Linda. <laughs> Gary. Rock solid. Rock solid. Okay. Sharon. Father's radiance. Father's radiance. I love it. Okay. This is a big one for Stuart. And I need you to write all it. One, two, three, four, five words. Six words. Your home is in his arms. Home is in his, his arms. arms. Okay. And then a picture of a house. Cool. That's where your house. Okay. Carol. Joy for morning. Mm. Joy for morning. Okay. Go ahead. Me. Linda. He is every particle of me. He is every particle of me. Okay. Terry. Your new circus. A new what? Circus. <laughs> circus? You used to perform, but now you lead it in freedom. New circus. Okay. Uh, Muriel, she's a healing angel. Healing angel, wow. Okay. And Valerie, you're worth it. You're worth it. Cool. Okay. Hmm? Marilyn, I miss Marilyn. Marilyn. Oh, here it is. Seeing God in new light. Seeing God in new light. Light, L-I-G-H-T. Okay. I think that's all. Nice. Who's going next? I'll go next. Carol. <clears throat> okay, starting with Mr. Gary, sir. <laughs> the word is accepted. Accepted. For Sharon, beloved. Beloved. Stuart. Restored. Restored. I love it. Go ahead. Uh, Marilyn, belong. Belong. Yes, you belong. Who's next? You. Oh, I don't have one for me yet. Linda, safe. Safe. 
Terry. This might be a little bias. Adored. Uh. <laughs> no, that's not bias. I second that. Uh, who's next? Muriel? Flow. I got the word flow. Okay. And Valerie? Freedom. Yay. Nice. Whew. Who's next? And if you don't get something for everyone, that's fine. Just give me what you got. Got to start somewhere. Valerie. For Gary, I have strong foundation that knows how to rock. <laughs> strong foundation what? That knows how, that to, knows how to rock. Oh, cool. Okay. Sharon. Giggle spreads up. Giggle spreader. Giggles what? Giggle spreader. Spreader. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Giggles spreader. I love it. And I'm not necessarily in order here. That's fine. Um. So for you, explorer of truth. Ooh, I like it. Explorer of truth. Okay. And for Muriel, similar, but minor of knowledge. A what of knowledge? Like a minor. Oh, a minor, okay. Knowledge. Like digging for it, huh? Minor of knowledge, okay. Cool. Marilyn, abundance. Mm. Abundance, okay. For Carol, organic and whole. Mm. Organic and whole. Cool. Linda, purely loved. Purely loved. Okay. Uh, and then Stuart, mighty man. Mighty man. The incredibly awesome mighty man, huh? Majestically awesome mighty man. Mighty mouse. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> and then mine was um, joy unspeakable. Awesome. Joy unspeakable. So who's my next contestant on what's my line? <laughs> That'd be you. Can I say? Oh, maybe. I feel like I failed the drill. Um, during all the songs, I have visions. Some of them very personal. Okay, for for. Okay, for you. Okay. Um, I didn't get single words. It's okay. All right. It's okay. Do you say something? No. That's okay. Because you got something for you. Well, I got something for you and Carol too, but it was a vision. Then, it might take longer than ten seconds. All right. <laughs> I'll give you grace. Go. <laughs> that last song by Mercy Me. Welcome to the new world or something. Welcome to the new. I was climbing a hill, and I get up to the top, and you and Carol were there, mm -hmm. holding hands and embrace me. Was all throughout the we mm. dance song. Mm. Carol, come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Oh, oh, oh. 
Do you know what that, that's about, don't you? Tell me, tell me the interpretation of that. The shepherds. Come here. It was an abrasive acceptance. And love. No, absolutely not. Wow, that's awesome. You know, and you, I could put out guidelines, but everybody's different. If I were to put, bring Ed up here and to, to do this, Ed wouldn't be able to contain himself to a couple of words. Okay? So that's a, did you get another vision beside that? The first song was very personal. Okay. Um, I love that vocalist. And when he said, God is inside me, there were goosebumps yeah. throughout my body. And the next thing I saw was I am sitting on God's knee. Mm. This on the mouthpiece. And I look across, and there's the earthly death. Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. Did that feel healing? Did, or, did it feel a level of healing in that? Or acceptance? It or... felt very, very comfortable. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Whew. Muriel, you got anything at this point you want to jump in with? I don't have a lot for everybody individually, but I, I just have the word. It actually came up when somebody mentioned Stuart's name, but the word openness came up. And then as I thought about it more, a vastness, and I don't know what that means. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> I'm like Sharon. I don't know if I'm so good at this drill either. <laughs> You're the messenger. You don't have to know what it means. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> That's all I have. Okay. See, now, that's what you shared, Sharon. It, it was an affirmation, not only of you, but of us. I don't know if you realize that. So that transcends into everybody <laughs> because mm -hmm. it releases us at a greater level of mm -hmm. realizing what we're doing. <laughs> so, and then the one word for Stuart, I'll bet later this week, he'll have an understanding of that, okay, if he doesn't already. But if he does already, I'm going to ask him to hold it. So, again, this is practice. You may get one thing right now. Later, if we were to do this again in a couple of months, you may even be more comfortable, okay, because once you start doing it, it becomes more natural, okay? You, Marilyn, or you, Stuart, who wants to go next? Um, I didn't have a lot of individual. It's okay. Give me what you got. Um, a We Dance song is like we have an extremely close relationship with God to, and and He's loves always, brings us joy and peace and hope and faith and grace and trust and truth. Um, which he gives us all in abundance. We just have to be there to accept it. Cool. So now that's a corporate kind of thing. Right. All, all of this yeah. is... I, okay. The new covenant, the good news, perfect. We're all his sheep. He goes for every one of us to the hundredth one. Mm. 
everyone's going to be saved. I don't know where the definition of hell came in, but it certainly isn't from the Bible. It's none lost, right? Pardon? You're just saying none are lost. None are lost because that hellfire damnation thing got thrown in the thrown in the supposed Bible, but it's actually not in there. <laughs> it's actually a figment of the imagination of the of the opposite of what God is. And we got tricked into that definition in the Bible somehow, some way, because there is even a verse in Psalm, I don't remember exactly where that said that God said, Don't give your babies to Baal because it never entered my mind, but I don't remember the exact psalm it was in. Okay. And that to me is why so many people went atheists, mm. because they don't want to believe in a God that would torture his babies forever and eternity. Because mm -hmm. it doesn't make any common sense. And I was told Marilyn, God forbid that the church would walk in common sense. And, and Just kidding. I, I was taught that in the Christian Reformed Church, and it kind of messed with my yeah. my mind. Yeah, it does that. But so, you're getting it straightened out now, aren't you? It, and that's where the judging of people comes in. We can't judge people because we're not capable of judging anyone. Because if we would judge ourselves, we wouldn't be going to heaven. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that. I think I think we can. Um, but life on the earth isn't as enjoyable. My turn. Mr. Stewart's got a, always got a pad full. Yeah, only because then I could remember it. I tried to stay <laughs> with one word. I'll pick on Gary first. Serendipity. Spell it. S e r e n d i p i t y. And. I looked that word up about 20 years ago. I used to go by this restaurant by Big Rapids when I was trucking. And it was serendipity. It's like, what in the world does that mean, super? Wow. There's, there's more to that definition, but it's super good. I'll take that much. And then I got to go to Sharon. And it was so interesting to listen to you talk because the word I got for you was cosmopolitan. Mm. And I just sat there and said, I don't really even know what that means. I kind of know what the women's magazine cosmopolitan means, but it's like, what does cosmopolitan And you know what? You are so in touch with what's going on. And there is like such a mountain of, there's just more, so much more to you than what you're even realizing. Mm. You are like, you're like the very small tip of an iceberg. And there's just so much God's presence and so much life and vim and vigor in you. And I believe God's going to open those doors. And your message to them is just confirming that to me. So that was really quite exciting. Cut. Next. And Val, simple. You're adored. A what? She's adored. Adored. Carol, I just see you as just really loved and and questioning, the seeker of truth. Marilyn loved and accepted. And Muriel, powerful. Oh, I'm going fast, aren't I? Yeah. Fortunately, I've written down. 
Loved and accepted for Marilyn. And Muriel was what? Powerful. Powerful. Okay. And Linda is inquisitive. Inquisitive. Seeker of truth. Okay. And last but not least, Stuart Original. Ooh. I think I, I think I have everybody. Nice. Wow. Um, can I, um, the cosmopolitan thing you're sharing? Yeah. Belonging to all the world, not yeah. limited to just one part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're greater than you think. Yeah. You are more expansive than you ever could believe. That, that was the, that was the feeling. I'm yeah. so glad you put that into words. Well, Webster did that. <laughs> when you work with them. <laughs> yeah. See, like a cosmopolitan city is one that's blended from parts of all over the world. That's pretty cool. What's your thoughts about this? What's your reaction to this? Is it encouraging? Is it exciting? Yeah. Is it breaking you out of your shell? <laughs> not only do you not have a shell, but you've you've given up all filters. <laughs> Pretty much sometimes. But I'm trying to now filter everything through the spirit. That's my goal. Yeah. Filter through the spirit. See, I gave you all of mine last week, except Valerie wasn't here, so. <sighs> so go to the bathroom and come back. <laughs> Let me see if I can add to to all of this a minute. Hmm. <sighs> Go ahead. Go ahead. New circus is what I had for you. And what, that's kind of a weird two words, but an old circus is just redundant and it's just, you know, the same thing for a different crowd. But you're a new circus. You're spreading new truth and new joy and new, new feelings and and a new appreciation for Abba. So you're a, you're the new circus out there that's doing all of this. I forgot. I, I had one for you written down. Cherished. For me? Yeah. Cherished. That's awesome. That's awesome. Wow. Mm. There's something about practicing knowing that you cannot make a mistake in this room when you speak about someone in this room you cannot make a mistake because holy spirit's going to going to guide you and so there's no need to be afraid uh, of opening your mouth do you know how many times i have given a prophetic word to someone when i only had one word to start with almost all the time. You know what the difference is from what I used to be and what I am now? I truly believe the scripture that says if you open your mouth, he will fill it. So I can walk in and speak to a king or a senator or a mayor with confidence knowing he has never let me down yet and never will let me down. All I have to do is open my mouth, be willing to open my mouth. 
and he will fill it. Now, it may look different from everyone because, you know, here's the interesting part. Some people are more kinesthetic-oriented. Some people are more verbally-oriented. Some people are song-oriented. Some people are video picture-oriented. And God talks to you into, in, he'll talk to you primarily into the way he's oriented you. But there are also times he'll just blow past that and do something really off the wall through you. You know, Gary, can, Gary knows the times we've been with Ed and we've been in circles and all of a sudden God starts talking to me out of 50s and 60s TV shows. God, I don't really want to go to a TV show, but if the, if, if the scene fits, use it, you know? <laughs> oh, gosh, Lord. So I'm going to see if I can do my own instructions. How's that? Oh, man. Yeah. So, Linda, the word I got for you is audacious. I can't sure if I'm not even sure if I've spelled it right. What's audacious? C-I-O-U-S. Oh, extremely bold or daring, recklessly yes. brave and fearless. That's Linda. Audacious. Huh. Well, then that's something. Uh. <laughs> Gives me a troll sometimes. <laughs> but I'm learning to filter all that through the spirit. And that's what's important. Gary, <laughs> the word I have for you is breakout season. And Sharon, I have pearl of great value. Mm. And there's a parable about the pearl of great value. He sold everything for the pearl. He bought the land to get the pearl. Mm. Stuart, I have the word eclectic for you. You know what eclectic is? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, Marilyn. Awesome. Exclamation point. Awesome. He calls you awesome. He thinks he's majestically awesome. You, he's got nothing on your awesomeness. You're awesome. Mm. Mm. play off the minor of knowledge for Muriel because it is, it is for the benefit of man to seek out. And so I'm going to put seeker. There are mysteries that are hidden for, for those who seek out and dig and mine. Because you're a seeker, Muriel, a deep seeker. <laughs> you're a deep seer. You know what I mean? Do you know what you know what a seer prophet is? What do you think it means? Like seer, S E E R. Yeah. Like seeing things from God. Yeah, but deeply. There are there are prophetic seers who see pictures, movies, 
and they, they are able to relate what they see because they're impressions from God, as opposed to someone like me who prophesies out of here, a deep seer sees the panoramic view. And you see the view. Yeah. yeah. That's why it was hard to do words. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense now. What would you say, Linda? Webster says, A person endowed with profound moral and spiritual insight or knowledge, a wise person or sage who possesses intuitive powers. Yeah. Yes. That's good. That's good. Mm. Mm. Carol. I see... Canvas. Hmm? Canvas. God is painting you into a perspective and a picture that you have yet to imagine completely. You're the canvas. Hmm. Can I add to that? Absolutely. As soon as we said that, I saw a pitch that both Carol's hand and God's hand is on the paintbrush. Ooh. Co-painters. That's good, Valerie. See that seer? Did you? Yeah. Seer. Yep. Yep. And yep. Then, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Okay. Today went totally different than I was expecting, and I love that. Well, I don't have to. <laughs> Oh, yeah, different do. rules. I see. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he gets to make the rules. Huh? The circus, the ringmaster of the circus. I was just thinking that, Linda. I was just thinking that same thing, the ringmaster. Yeah. Give him a microphone and wind him up. How did you think it was going to go? I actually had something planned to, to lay out, um, and I am going to actually show a six-minute video because I want you to listen to this. Because I plan to build off of it next week, but before I go there, I just I just want to see what your reactions are. Do you feel encouraged with what we've done so far today? Okay, good. Anybody feeling heavy or discouraged by what I, we've done Linda, today? Linda, wait a minute. Can I, can I just kind of <laughs> piggyback on what Linda said? You know, she said joy for morning. At first, I I accepted joy and I left the for morning off, and then I thought no. I'll throw that in there, and as I did that, I heard, I heard my joy shall like, mm. it shall exceed my morning. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> your joy shall exceed your morning. Yes. Wow. Now, is that not a healing word? Yes. Is not a transformative <laughs> no. word? How many of you feel like you got something transformative out of today? Awesome. I think it's added. It's added to our identity. There you go. Who we wow. are. Leave it to Muriel to just capstone everything. I just love it, Muriel, when you do that. She's in the flow. Mm -hmm. I love that. You're right, Muriel. This adds. This adds and expands our perception of our own identity. <laughs> and when you're comfortable with your own identity, some of these are also transformative in a sense you can begin to expect things to manifest now in these areas. 
See, like for Valerie, I, I see an acceleration of your seer gift. Yes. Yeah, and a place here to practice it. Because you have, you have any time you're here, you have permission to share what you see. Because it's about all of us collectively. And it's the same for everyone. Sharon gets a vision during worship. You have permission to share that whenever you choose to. And I won't always call you up front. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, and I just want to say, if, if somebody does get that during worship, please let us know. Don't, yeah. Don't hold back. Don't wait for someone to ask you. Let us know. Yes. If you have something. Yes. I am, I am very comfortable shifting on a dime. If someone gets something in worship and it takes us in a different direction, I'm fine with that. Because, you know, as the ringleader, you go, and in this circle over here, Holy Spirit wants to, and then off we go. You know, I, I kind of like Linda's analogy there. I'm not stuck with the traditional elephants and, and lions and trapeze artists, you know. I mean, if someone wants to go over here to this circle and swing high and f jump off, I'm okay with that. Because I know Holy Spirit's going to catch you. Gosh, I don't think I'm going to show that video today. I think I'll, I don't think so. I'm just having too much fun right now to switch gears back. Yeah. You know, Thursday we talked about the verse about when Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And the question that we talked about Thursday was, what does God look like? And if you look at all those words, that's what God looks like. Yeah. And that's how he's manifest in each of us in different ways. And gosh, you know, you talked about eclectic. He is the giver of every um, attribute that everybody has. So, yeah. And not only that, but he has all of these attributes. Exactly. As he is, so are we. So this is a reflection of, as Stuart's right, it's a reflection of who he is coming through you. So in that case then, not only are those words for individuals, all of those words for the individual could also be for everybody. Yes. Wow. It's the beauty of prophecy. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow, what? The stuff I've been reading here. Talk up. Recently talks about the fact that the universe is a hologram. And a hologram means that you can carve it up into any individual piece and it has the whole within it. Interesting. It's just like Interesting. That's very cool. And here's the other side of the coin. The more you realize this is not only a reflection of who you are, but it's a reflection of who God is, the more you will begin to be at peace with yourself, the more you will begin to feel the strength or encouragement to go interact with others. Because we don't have to go, we don't have to go up to the grocery store clerk and go, if you died today, do you know where you'd be? Oh, yes. <laughs> Take this track. <laughs> yeah. But but you may get a one word, you may get one word that just Pops for that person's day. 
you know, I was at the grocery store last night, and the young kids were checking out. And I just, they were two young boys. One was the cashier and one was bagging. And I just simply looked at them and I said, you know, guys, thanks so much for working on a Saturday like this. And they just stopped dead in their tracks and looked at me. And that, and then that was it. Yeah. <laughs> and do you realize that there's an underlying aspect of God that supports all of this? And that's his nature. Yeah. This all came out of what? God is what? Love. love. Yeah. This all came out of love. That reminds me of an 80s song, Sowing the Seeds of Love. And I was just thinking about what you said about, you know, we're, we're ambassadors of, of Christ. We're ambassadors of change. And every time, like you to go into the store and do something like that, and it's it's sowing seeds of love, and it's sowing seeds of change, and it's we don't need to give that tract that that says that you know that, but you know it just amazes me that how much we are transforming the lives around us. See, that's what it is when they that. They see the Father. They don't see me say that, but they see the Father say that. Yeah. And, and you know, it takes some practice and some action. And it takes some concentration and to know that that's what you're doing. Because I want them to see the Father and not see me. Mm -hmm. Now, in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1, out of the mirror translation, in the middle of that verse, it says, He, Jesus is the sum total of every utterance of God. Yeah. Every utterance of God. And that's just a... Everything that's on that board is, is from the, the sum total of who Jesus is. Now, if you're walking from an angry God perspective, that board looks totally different. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Because love isn't the underlying motion from if you're walking from an angry God perspective. It's not the essence of who God is. So it's going to come out distorted. And all you got to do is go look at the national prophets and you'll see that. Yeah. Go back and look at all the prophetic words that were spoken after 9-11. And all, all the words of this was the punishment of God. God didn't like America anymore. So, yeah. he threw, so he threw missiles in the form of human beings at buildings. Does that sound like a real God? Sounds like an angry God. Sounds like a God of, a God of the uh, uh, Greek mythology or Roman mythology, right? I'm going to read you one thing before we go out today. I'm going to leave you with this thought. It's, it's actually a serious... Actually, you know what? I'm going to save it it's in that video. Gosh, do I, I, I don't know. I want to set the stage for next week. You guys want to hear six minutes? Sure. Of Brad, let's play six minutes of Brad Jerzak, and it's going to set up next week. Yeah, that's just such a profound vision when you said that about throwing people, and it's like I just, my imagination was God picking up, you know, 140 people from the plane and 
splashing against like flies against the building. He's like, that'll teach him. It's like <laughs> that is so insane. <laughs> and there's some really godly people on the plane. Yeah. yeah. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right. Let's do some history. Long before Jesus, there was a Greek philosopher named Plato, and it bothered him that the children were being educated with the poems and epic, epic poems of Homer, like the Iliad and Odyssey. And the reason it bothered him is because those, those poems, including like the fall of Troy, involve all these gods who are fickle, they're liars, they're adulterers, they come down into the earth and have sex with women, they create these half half human half god kind of children they incite violence and then and then turn on you and 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 actually lead to your destruction on purpose and he said why are we telling our children about those kind of gods they don't exist if we're going to talk about god he said the god we need to talk about it's not the god of these pagan pantheons, it's the God who is one, the God who is good, and whose goodness is manifest as beauty, truth, and justice. That's what we should be telling our kids. And, and we shouldn't be loading them with these false images of God. If there is a God, that God is good, righteous, true, and beautiful. And that goodness is mediated into the world as love. And if, that, and if that love and that righteousness were to show up in this world, it would come as a perfectly righteous man. And if that man were to show up, we would arrest him and crucify him. This is over 300 years before Christ by a pagan philosopher. He specifically uses the word crucifixion. So then what happens? Plato. So then in fast forward... To the time when Jesus is growing up, there's a Jewish uh, rabbi named Philo, and he lives in Alexandria, Egypt. And during that time, the, the Jews were really into Plato and integrating Greek philosophy and Jewish theology. And what Philo starts thinking is, and he, and this is so just leading up to the time of Jesus, Philo's thinking. Plato has a point. Before we open our scrolls and read the Old Testament, we need to predetermine in our hearts what is worthy of God. And what is worthy of God is goodness, truth, justice, and beauty, manifest as love and righteousness. So he adopts that kind of Platonic um, uh, filter. And he says, before you open the scrolls, you have to determine that. That this is what was worthy of God. That God is good and all he does is goodness. Now open the scrolls. And if you see something in the scroll that doesn't look like the goodness of God, you can't take it literally. So if you open your scroll and you read that God commands the genocide of every very man, woman, child, baby, and domestic animal of a whole tribe because they didn't give your great-great-great-grandparents water when they came out of Egypt. You cannot, that is not worthy of God. 
So, this is, so the Jewish rabbis were already thinking this. His solution was not to throw out the Bible. And I feel like now in these days, there's this temptation as, as, as we open up our Bibles and we go, wait a minute. We, so we know that God is revealed in Jesus. And when we read certain passages in the Bible that look really incredibly unchristlike, the temptations to throw out the Bible, it's like that's not the solution. But, but we must say we, have, we must challenge an unchristlike image of God even when it shows up in Scripture because Jesus is the Word of God. Jesus is what God has to say about himself. And Jesus is our sponsor in how to read this text that includes talk of like severe violence and stuff like that would make Game of Thrones blush. <laughs> Seriously. And so I, I'm, I'm discovering there are folks who, who defend the Bible who clearly have not read it. It's just an ideology of Bible worship. But when you actually read the Bible, it should throw you into a titular look. How on earth can I accept this text when the God represented in some of these passages is so unchristlike? And if and Christ is the Word of God, what shall we do with this? And so, so we want to talk about that a little bit tonight. And especially how that comes down to how the Bible and its narrators think about wrath and think about destruction and all of these kind of things. But, but I want to say, like Philo and like Plato even, before we open, before we even open this book, we actually do need to predetermine that God is exactly like Jesus. And where do we learn this? Well, actually, we learn it from the Bible, from the apostles, from If you were to do this exercise and negative words show up from people, and we've all had negative words come from people, the first thing you do is you go back to filtering it through Jesus Christ. And if it doesn't line up with who Christ is, that word, you can't take literally. That's what he said. So coming back here, when God said last week, one word from me cancels all the negative words, and you start getting multiple words here, you start getting pictures and visions for people that are uplifting and positive. They're meant to be shared because it cancels all the negative words that they've been spoken to in their lives. Powerful. You are powerful. You are life changers. You're reality changers. And I think that's pretty cool. So take the gifts that God has given you. Keep this exercise in mind. Doesn't mean you do it every day. Although the more you do it, the more it happens. <laughs> The more you exercise, the more benefit it gets, right? But if you start in a quiet moment, have a flashback to a negative word or a negative event that came into your life, don't, you can go, wait a minute, 
that doesn't line up with who Jesus is. That means that's not who the Father is. That means how I've interpreted it needs to be reinterpreted. Understand what I'm saying? You basically, you take that negative experience and go, that's not from Papa. And now you look at it not from a literal perspective, but as you're going to find out, and as he said, now you begin to look at it. You can't take it literally, which means you must take a look at it how? Figuratively. And you can reject those negative words because that's not who Papa says you are. That's all I'm going to say today. And isn't that what Father's Day is about? And that's what Father's Day is about. Look at how he did that. Thank you, Lord. All right, last-minute thoughts from anyone, starting with Muriel. Um, you know, we are just growing, and it's beautiful. I see it just like a garden of just beautiful flowers that have never been seen before, and they're just flourishing. I love it. So that's what each one of you are, and you're just beautiful. Love you guys. Love you too. Thank you. Thank you. Moving from left to right, Mr. Stewart. I'm speechless today. Speechless. Write that on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn. You feel good today? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll take that. Linda. It's good. It's, it's good. good. It's all good. Valerie. Carol. What was the question? Last minute thoughts. Um, I noticed, because I had written words, my words down for everybody, I wrote them, and I looked back over them, and I looked, and every one of those words were also dear to my own heart. Ah. So, out of the, the abundance of the heart, yeah. the mouth speaks, yeah. and that's... It's good. It's also a reflection of our oneness. Yeah. Sharon. Just one quick vision. Mm -hmm. I saw white out on the negative stuff. Awesome. Cool. I love it. You saw white out on what? The negative stuff. Oh, cool. That's so cool. Mr. Gary, sir. Uplifted. Then we've had a great day. Linda? One more thing. Um, you know, the definition says God is love. Well, what's God? Oh, God's love. And then you think, hmm, I wonder what that is. And then there's that. Yeah. It says it. Yeah. That, that board says what it is. Billion times more. Yeah. And what you don't realize is on my notes that I wanted to, to get to is first John four eight, God is love. Uh, and and so many of the things that happened here were in my notes that I wanted to talk about and they just they organically flowed today. I didn't have to go to the notes. He just wove the conversation. And that's, that's where I'm comfortable being the ringmaster because I'm okay with him saying, no, let's go here. Let's, mm -hmm. let's highlight this today. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and to me, that, that's the kind of day, today's the kind of day that makes me go, I'm doing what I need to do because you all organically receive something today. So with that, I just want to say bless you. If, if you have plans for the day, then may they be joyous. If you don't have plans for the day, may your day still be joyous, because you are joyous. Mm -hmm. And with that, I just say, amen. Thank you, Father. We're done. <laughs>